This week on Jesus Center Stage, we talk about what had Elsie freaking out at the grocery store, how the creation points to the Creator, and how the outdoors can make for a great ministry. So for the second week in a row, uh, we get ready to record our podcast. Our neighbor decides he's going to mow his grass. Yep. And like today clockwork. he stepped his game up because he's mowing the grass in the rain. <laughs> yes. I was hoping that the rain meant he would stop, but yeah, he's still I don't, going. I don't think it's. But you know, um, I never did hear the the mower, uh, you know, come over through the podcast last time. So no, there's just a if, dull buzz on our end of things. Yeah. So if you hear a mower come by every once in a while, just uh, hey, it's real life. That's what's happening. Uh, we're not in a big studio somewhere, so. Um, but he's he's steady. He's he's steady mowing his grass. So, um, more power like to clockwork. Him. I like said clockwork. Yeah. So, um, hey, this week, uh, I think. How about this? How about we start with you? Can tell us a story of the enjoyment of giving away money. And what happened to you on Saturday? Okay. So I was shopping on Saturday. I was working. And I was in the self-checkout line because, you know, I like to do my own stuff. And there was this older gentleman in the regular checkout line across from me. Like, I was facing that checkout line. And I didn't even know he was there until I saw out of the corner of my eye he came in from outside. And... He told the cashier, I, I left everything at home. I'm going to have to go back to Alabama and start over. And something just nudged me that I needed to pay for this man's things. And I was like, no, whatever, you know, and I just shoved it aside and I tried to go on about my business. And I looked and there were two small bags, um, like just that already had things in them. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting there on the end of the register and I just felt that nudge, like, you need to pay for it. And I was like, nah, whatever. And then I was like, well, two little bags, like, it can't be that much, so I'll just I'll just do it, right? So I pulled my bank card out, and I handed it to the cashier, and I said, here, let me pay for his things. And he immediately said, no, no, you don't have to do that. And I said, I think God had me here for a reason. Just let me do this. And so he said, okay. So it's good so far. So far, this story is great. Hush. Uh, so I said, okay. He said, okay. And he, he went back over on, on the customer side of the, of the register. And then I realized he had a lot more stuff than those two little bags. Mm. And so I'm trying to check out this order for this customer that I'm shopping for. And I'm starting to panic just slightly. Because of what have I done? What have I gotten myself into? Why did I do this? And it was one of those moments when I did when I did it. It was one of those moments when I was sure that that God had set that up. Mm-hmm. the The order I had just shopped, she had added like two things that I had to go back to the produce department twice for, and so just just little things like that had had mattered in the timing, in the scheme of things, and. But after I did it, in those few moments before I realized, that when, I, when I realized that there was more than two bags, 
I was starting to panic. I'll just be honest with you. I was freaking out. Like, what have I done? How much is this going to cost me? Like, this is, this is, oh my goodness, what have I done? So, long story short, the total came up and it was way more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And I just was like really freaking out at this point. And, um, he finished, and as he was as he was going to leave, I asked him if I could have if I could see the receipt, so I would know what charge was on my card. And so he ended up actually giving me the receipt, and then he um, he gave me cash for a gas card that he put on the receipt that he didn't mean to. And anyways, it was a whole thing. And in in the space of about two minutes, this man stood at the self-checkout where I was still checking out stuff, still kind of freaking out. And he starts to testify of the faithfulness of God in his life. And he told me how when he was 14 that he got saved and he sold out to the Lord. And he's been living for him ever since. And then he started just just sharing like highlights from his life that got moments when he knew that God showed up and did something for him. And just out of the out of his loving kindness and out of his faithfulness, and the whole interaction just it just shook me. Um, it started with me just freaking out over what in the world is this total going to be, and then it turned out to be not so bad after all. Um, but then just those two minutes in in a grocery store with a complete stranger, but an old saint of God who had walked with him and lived with him, lived for him. And there was a moment in, in the conversation, and like I say, it was a very short conversation, maybe two minutes long, maybe not even that long. Um, but we locked eyes, and in that moment, I just felt like I was exactly where God wanted me to be in that moment, that I was in the, in the very center of his will. And I know that sounds crazy to say because I'm in a grocery store with a complete stranger that I've never met. I don't still don't know his name. I may never see him again. And worrying if you had enough money in the bank to and cover his Yes, I did check <laughs> it when I went out. I'm not lying. <laughs> I pulled up my app and I was making sure it was okay. Um, but there was just something about that, that in, in that moment of God showing his faithfulness to someone who had served him, that he allowed me to be a part of that. Yeah. And and at that point, I was like, you know what? So what if I if I spend a few extra dollars today that I didn't expect to spend? That was worth it. Yeah, Being the, there. The peace that comes from from just knowing that you're you're in the right place. Yes. And, that, that and it's like followed, I, I, I told somebody. Obeyed. I think I told you, and then I told somebody else that. There's been very few times in my life that I've had that feeling, mm-hmm. like four. That was the fourth time in my 28 years that I've had that feeling. Most of the time, we don't get that feeling. We walk by faith. We, you know, we just trust. We we do the best we can, and we trust that we're doing what He wants, and we and we try our best to follow in His footsteps. But there's been four separate times, and the fourth one happened in a grocery store in the self-checkout line with a stranger. Like, that is just crazy to me. But God showed up in those times and just just let me feel and let me recognize it in the moment. So many times we're in the moment and we don't get it. Yeah. But sometimes he just nudges us in the moment and says, hey, by the way, pay attention to this moment. This moment is this moment is me letting you know that you're exactly where I want you to be. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's definitely a... 
a time that you can look at situations in your life and just know uh, that there was something different, a different about it in that. Uh, and I forgot to mention. A, there was a piece, you know, a lot of times uh, that a calmness when there shouldn't have been or wouldn't have been. I forgot to mention a, a lot about this man reminded me of a, a pastor that mm-hmm. that shepherded us, a pastor that married us. Yeah. Um, just Who is just now has passed away. Yes. And just the fact that he mentioned that detail about being 14. And I remember that from our pastor that Mm -hmm. he he that's when he got saved. That's when he sold out to the Lord. And this man was about his height. He had about the same hairstyle, like everything was so similar. And um, I just I recognize that as something else that God, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, that it could he could have been anybody, any age, any, you know, any look. Mm -hmm. But it was like that. And I, I think God has something to do with that, too. Yeah, I know you called me. I had gone to uh, Birmingham out of town that day, and you called me all worried because you spent more money than you thought you was going to spend. And uh, but you know, I think we even discussed it that day that that when it comes to those times when you you feel like you done the right thing uh, and that you was used. Uh, and and especially, I mean, you want to. We want to help anybody that we can. But when it's when it's someone who has served the Lord faithfully, and you told me, the guy said he he got saved at fourteen and he's never turned back. Mm-hmm. And you think of all those years and all that, and to be able. And to I don't think I mentioned in. this, but I think he was probably upper eighties. Yeah. Some somewhere in his eighties. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a neat story and uh, and one that. Uh, You'll always remember, mm-hmm. I'm sure, because you, you you remember the other three times that you felt that I way. Do. So, um, yeah. But uh, while you was doing that, I had gone to Birmingham to the World uh, Deer Expo. They have it there every year, and I I think it's kind of billed as one of one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, outdoor expo uh, for deer hunting. Um, of course, when you get there. Uh, there's as much stuff there unrelated to hunting. There's candles and shirts and jewelry. Candles? There was all kinds of things there. Um, okay, so then. there's yeah. I thought the, I thought like a huge thing well, about have, hunting is to not smell like anything. Well, and it's not to wear jewelry either, but they have plenty of jewelers there. And, that uh, is so weird. And food vendors and and all kinds. Maybe of stuff I'll go like with that. you next time. But. Uh, yeah, you was invited this time, but you had other things going on. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so I went down there, and uh, it was—I mean, it was—it was enjoyable, but like I said, it wasn't—it uh, wasn't as as good as it could have been, I guess. I don't know. Um, it sounded funner now than it did when I knew you were going. I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of boring hunting stuff. Oh, and now you said you said it sounded more funner. Well, there was food. you. You did take food vendors. Don't make fun of my grammar. <laughs> More funner. It is funner. Uh, it is. That funner. is a word. Yeah, but uh, one thing that happened while I was there was, you know, it, we've kind of gotten to that point uh, with myself anyway that I try to be prepared at all times. I try to have a camera with me or have my phone at least ready to record or have our little recorder with me, and because I never know when the right time is going to pop up to witness to someone or to to do something and if we can get it and to share 
you know, with with others, then then great. So I took the camera with me, and inside the expo, I found numerous companies that were uh, Christian-based companies, and uh, some of them you could just tell by the names of their their companies. Uh, some of them you could tell by their products and and those kinds of things. But uh, as I come across several of those, I stopped and and talked with them and and asked them would they um, you know like to to be recorded to tell a little bit about their their business, a little bit about their testimonies and those kinds of things. And so we got about three of them um, that we're going to be uh, ha- we'll have them here on our Facebook page and our YouTube page. Uh, hopefully here uh, within the next several days uh, but that was enjoyable we we met a lot of, of those kinds of uh, people uh, there was one gentleman there that um, you know he he had a really uh, a strong story that as a child as a kid the first time he went hunting with his dad his dad got shot by another hunter and killed and um, what a tragic story it was but that how he and his brother because of his dad's belief in the Lord and, and the faith that he had, uh, you know, gotten from his dad uh, in, in, you know, trusting in Jesus, that they went on to uh, to start a ministry called Following Our Father. And, uh, and, and he was so busy that I couldn't get an interview with him, but I did tell him I would mention uh, him on the podcast. So if you, if you want to look up Following Our Father Ministries, and uh, it's a it's a, a very touching and uh, and moving story of of kind of how tragedy has turned into a full time ministry uh, for these guys. So uh, that one. But if you want to see some of the others, check out our Facebook page, our YouTube page. But one thing uh, I noticed: this was an outdoor show, and and so much of the the Jesus and the witnessing and the the whole you know. Um, idea was revolving around the outdoors. Uh, two two of the places um, were dealing with. One of them was with uh, young men who have who have no fathers, and they use the outdoors to to share Jesus with these with these young guys and uh, the experiences that they might be missing out on because they don't have fathers. Another one uh, was. Um, he, he dealt with kids and trying to keep them from, um, you know, drugs and alcohol. And But he used and outdoor... The name of the first one was Truth in Nature, right? Truth in Nature, yes. And then the other one was... Um, the, I think it's Equip. Yeah, Equip, Equip Ministries. Equip Ministries. I just want to say, if you check out Equip Ministries, please take a moment and um, appreciate their creative logo. It yeah. is it is on point. It's very like, creative. It is very cool. <laughs> it's got all kind of little hidden things in there. But anyways, the, the the point I'm getting to as we get ready to really dig into the to the podcast here today is that they use the outdoors to to complete their ministry, to operate mm-hmm. their ministry. And and it really just kinda got me thinking this week of the effectiveness of that and why uh, why it, it seems like such a great idea to take a kid hunting in order to share Jesus, to take a kid fishing, uh, take them hiking, take them, you know, just outdoor, uh, you know, just whatever, mm-hmm. you know, camping, those kinds of things, and, and why that can be such an effective tool to share Jesus. 
and um, and I think I found I found the answer to that in in Romans um, in in Romans chapter one and, and there in verse twenty the Bible says for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead um, this it goes on to say so that uh, we are without excuse so as I read that, you know, I'm just I'm thinking that's why it's so it's so effective. The all these ministries, and it was an outdoor show, so you're going to have outdoor type ministries. But all these ministries use the outdoors. But when you're out there, there's there's no it, the Bible said we are without excuse, which means when you look around and you see creation, mm-hmm. you, there's really no way to deny a creator. Uh, so you know we're going we're going to kind of share a, a little bit of that today, um, you know, throughout the rest of this podcast of of just seeing God all around us. I think so many times we take it for granted, like we get so used to seeing the sky and the trees and the leaves and the grass, and you know, we get so used to these things that we just we don't even pay attention to it anymore. Mm-hmm. But when you when you see a sunset, how how can you deny it? Yeah. You know, you see, uh, yesterday there was a hummingbird trapped on our back porch because we have a screened in back porch and it found its way in there and it couldn't find the door. Um, and when I first saw it, there was a bigger bird, a sparrow or something that was flying around it. And I really think that bigger bird was trying to help the hummingbird to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just things like that. Like how, how do they know? You know, like how how why would one bird help another bird? They're not even they're not even the same species. Oh, yeah. They're you know they're completely don't, different. Don't even get me started on penguins again. <laughs> <laughs> penguins have a very remarkable story, and and two other animals um, that have always stuck out to me when it comes to seeing what God has gifted them with is beavers, and the way that they work, the way they they you know they just they, say oh and i want water here yeah <laughs> build uh, a dam. and the other one's honeybees i mean honeybees are amazing when you look at the structure of a colony mm-hmm. and the way that they they just seem to Didn't know you what tell to me do. the other day that they that somebody found a hive and they were all doing crazy things nobody was doing what mm-hmm. they were supposed to be doing and she found a she queen bee queen. and put it in there and they instantly went to work yeah they they knew like how crazy is that <laughs> Like, and to think, well, it just happened. I don't yeah. think so. But speaking of little weird, creepy, crawly things, when I was weeding uh, flower beds this morning, I saw some of I saw the tiniest blue-tailed lizard, which I always think blue-tailed lizards are cool. But I saw the tiniest one. It was such a little baby. It was maybe two and a half inches long. Mm-hmm. It was so super tiny, but it had the bright blue tail it had little stripes on its head like i you know just it was just like a miniaturized one it was so cute um and then i also saw the fattest slug i've ever seen (laughs) so it's just things like and i know it sounds crazy but like seeing just just things like that i know they're like little creepy crawly things i also saw some of the tiniest earthworms and then my mind went how do earthworms reproduce like Mm -hmm. Because most of the time you see earthworms are relatively the same size. 
But I saw some like that were not even big around as a pinhead today. Yeah. Like they were super. I'm like, ooh, baby earthworms. I've never thought about baby earthworms before. Everything like, has a cycle. But they just just things like that, and like I said, I've never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. But God knows where every single one of them are. Yeah, and you know every every creature on on Earth has has to have a means of survival. Mm-hmm. He has to have nutrition to you know to take in to some more moisture. than others apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but because the earthworms eat dirt and the slug, he he apparently had <laughs> eaten a lot. He's he, he was he's so fat. fat. I've never seen. It I'm like, me think I looked like at it movies. and I was like, how does that fit in the inside of a snail shell? Like, mm-hmm. how does that fit in a shell? Like, he is so fat. Yeah, kind of made me think of those movies we see from you know the the animated movies. There's always you know <laughs> a big fat animal and little and skinny skin, animals and, like madagascar and, yeah so <laughs> you could have been in a mo- in the middle of a movie this morning didn't know it uh no but just just the i mean everything has to eat everything has to have something to drink and but then if you also look i don't know how you take this you know if it's sad or or you just know that it's the way god made it but everything is is a meal to something else just about i was just thinking about like how robins are like i know there's other birds but robins are like the most known for popping around and cocking their head to the ground and listening for mm-hmm. a worm well first of all how in the world can you hear yeah a worm but somehow they do and they peck it out of the ground yeah so those the like those little things that we don't even like there's so much that we don't even think about that we just it's oh, just yeah. ordinary, you know, yeah. and it's part of a of a it's a cog and wheel I, of creation. I, think I heard the other day that bats eat. It was several thousand mosquitoes per night. Is it, they they eat? Oh my goodness! So you think I kind of like them now? <laughs> but yeah, you kind of think the way that God has created everything around us, and I believe that's what Romans one is saying is that you know you can say there's no God, there's no creator. But then when you look at the perfect, uh, would that be synchronicity? I'm going to use that word. I don't know. And how everything <laughs> is in sync okay. and synchronized with one another that, that this animal, you know, or this insect, or, you know, it needs a certain amount of nutrition, which another animal or insect provides. Mm-hmm. And But that one that, that provided the meal for that one, he had a meal coming from somewhere. And, and God... Has, has made all these things, and we're just talking about animals, but look at trees, flowers, the, fact the that way that they are poll- you know pollinate, and, uh-huh. and here we go back to the bees again. They're included in, in, the, in the trees and the, and the flowers to, to pollinate. And I remember like the first time that I knew that I made the connection or whatever or learned in school that trees and plants breathe what we exi- exhale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just, and I know it sounds silly now because we're like, okay, we're adults. We all know this. But just that simple. Do you have that right? Yes. We breathe out carbon dioxide and plants and trees breathe it in. They use carbon but dioxide. But they put off something also that oxygen. we use? So that we, they exchange it for oxygen. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. I, that's I what I was saying. Yeah. Just that, just that process that these inanimate objects out here are creating oxygen and we're creating carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So you like, we need each other. Like we're, yeah. we're part of the, and like everything is sustained on plants. Like mm-hmm. it all goes back to a plant. 
So the fact that we, what we breathe out, what we don't need, what our body rejects, is what the tree in the yard needs to needs. needs to live. Like, and I know that sounds like elementary, but just that process. How cool is that? Yeah. To to think that everything is so. And we can, perfectly we designed. can go so much further into the universe and look even off outside of the earth here and go in and just look at the just the moon and the in the sun. The fact that we're ninety three million miles away from the sun and it's still super hot. Yeah. But not too but not hot too apparently. Hot. And and yeah, just how I mean so so many things we just take for granted, but as I, I thought about these guys, uh, and like I said, you can see this on our Facebook and YouTube, but they talked about how they use the outdoors. And, and, and I thought, everything that you look at, you can make a sermon illustration out of outdoors. You know, how, how that, that little acorn is a huge tree. Speaking of, I pulled a weed today. And when I pulled it out of the ground, it had like this little knot on the bottom of it. And I was like, what is this? And after further examination, it was an acorn. So apparently I pulled down an oak tree. Wow. You it should have got a picture of that. It was an acorn. Like, I don't know. I mean, it looked. It was part of the, the. It was like the. Part of the root system or something? Well, it was like it had just sprung up. Oh. Like the, the little plant I pulled up was just, you know, maybe three or four inches. Yeah. And when I pulled it out of the ground, it had like this little ball attached to it. And I was like, well, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. What is this? <laughs> and so I like looked at it. And you know how like the bottom of an of an acorn has like that lighter yeah. spot on it? It was like that. Wow. See, I've never seen that. Uh, you know, you hear it. You know it happens. But that, yeah, that's really cool. Um, another thing that that is, I guess, man-made, but even also evidence of, of Jesus specifically of jesus is you know our listeners that are in india our listeners that are in south africa or our listeners it's right here in the united states every one of us is is in the same year it's 2021 Mm -hmm. and and why is that why why are we in that year because at some exact moment the whole world started counting time and and it was because of Jesus, mm-hmm. and and you think well maybe there was another explanation. No, you got before before then is what BC mm-hmm. before Christ before Christ, and then after that is it's it's I can't tell you that word. It's auto domino. It's something Latin, but it means the year of our yeah, Lord. Yeah, the year of our Lord. So when we look around, you think that you know atheists and agnostics, and they like well I don't believe that, and I don't. You know that it was a big bang that put everything in motion here, and I think it's harder to believe that. <laughs> it is for me. You you think how how could uh, the the reproductive organs of each animal work together to mm-hmm. to be able to create? And, and you know, I mean, you know, I'm so what? googling the earthworms later, <laughs> y'all. I can't. <laughs> yeah. So how Just, can those things happen? Like, but how even, does that even work? I don't... Even when we look at our calendar. If you're if you're an atheist and you look at the calendar and you say, well, it's 2021, then I ask you, 2021 from what? Because yeah. we know the Earth's been here longer than that. So why did you start counting your mm-hmm. your year right then? There had to have been something, and that that something was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So all around us, 
uh, all through creation, all through the 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 uh, time. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. All through, as long as we've been keeping time, there's evidence of of a creator, and there's evidence of a savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to read some verses in Job. Go for it. Uh, Job chapter twelve, verse starting in verse seven. It says, "Now ask the animals and let them teach you." Ask the birds of the air and let them tell you, or speak to the earth and it will teach you, and let the fish of the sea declare to you. Who among all these does not recognize that the hand of the Lord has done this, in whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Where where was that? Job chapter 12. Job 12. Like, he's literally saying, look around you. Mm Mm-hmm. Look at the animals. Look at the fish. Look at, you know, the the ocean has its own ecosystem of yeah. everything. Need. I mean, it starts with like plankton, and then it goes up to a blue whale, yeah. and everything eats something else, and it just, you know, and it and it survives, and it, you know, it it just keeps going, it keeps going and going, and it is a whole new, whole new system compared to land animals, you yeah. know. But it's it's just just look around. Yeah, I, and one of the most convincing things I've ever heard um, is about the human eyeball. And just, I mean, just Google facts about the eyeball and study. Your that. eye sees things upside down. Well, I, mean, I know that's, that's one thing that's about a, it. That's a minor I don't know. Thing. I think that's pretty I mean, cool. The, you know, like, I'm seeing you upside down, but my brain has switched it for me. switched <laughs> it, yeah. But, like, you know, different, I'm just... I could. I'm probably saying these wrong, but like receptors, color receptors, mm-hmm. and refractors, and mm-hmm. there's there's and there's a blind there's, spot. There's millions upon millions upon millions of them in there, mm-hmm. all working together, and but there's like so many interesting facts, and, and I I couldn't tell you for sure about is it is it Darwin that was the evolution mm-hmm. guy, and I believe it was him that made the statement that. That even with everything that he taught and believed, there was no explanation for the human eye. That was one thing he said. <laughs> one thing he couldn't figure one out. One thing you can't figure out is how that was designed. <laughs> and, and you think the 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 frames per second, the 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 color, the focus, how we can focus in, in uh-huh. everything. There, there's never made a camera that can duplicate that what what our eyeballs can do. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, uh, who created such a thing? Was it? Well, did it come from a big bang, or was there a creator? I don't think that, so. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. Just the, the other day, um, I can't remember what we were. We were watching one of your hunting shows. No, we weren't. We were watching Alone, and he was yeah. smushing up a deer brain. It was so gross. It was terrible. It was awful. And then you said something about our brain looks like that. It's just tissue. Mm-hmm. Like. Like the human brain is it's just tissue, it's just matter. But it's got billions but, of memories in it. Yes. And and it functions every like it is the epicenter of every function of our body. Mm-hmm. It controls digestion, it controls movement, it controls thoughts and memories and you know, yeah. all of that stuff. And it's so crazy to think that because God breathed into man mm-hmm. and it became a living soul. Yeah. And that's like the, like I just read, in the hand, the hand of the Lord has done this. In whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Yeah. He's he's the one that makes it work. Yeah. Because how how else would it? Yeah. 
Like, no, <laughs> yeah. who's who's gonna make a brain work? No, like, you look at the seasons, you look at, at the the speed of the Earth turning, the tilt of it, and the fact that we're not the, falling off or getting yeah. dizzy. <laughs> and, and then look at all the creation around you, and that's like I said, I'm convinced that that's why um, so many of these ministries involve outdoors, whether or not they use it directly or not. I, I don't think, think that, you uh, that one. yeah, conviction game calls. It was one of them. Um, and like I said, I, I keep saying this several times, but go go to our Facebook and check these guys out, and you'll get a better understanding of of what they're doing. Um, yeah, but there's there's so much out there that can't be denied. The Bible says that we are without excuse. You look around, you can try your best to deny it, but we're without excuse. But when we look at the outdoors, and uh, and I just I encourage everybody, go out there and enjoy it. Go out there and and look at the lake look at the ocean if you're not you know not hunting's not everybody's cup of tea uh but go out and go hiking enjoy the nature and and everything you see think of what it takes for that that particular thing whether it be Mm -hmm. a, a plant a tree an animal what does it take for that to live and and how could that be without without god creating it good stuff Good it stuff. is. All right. Now we must go because not only are we out of time, but I'm smelling my Mexican cornbread and it's making me oh. hungry. Well, if you're smelling it, that means I'm going to get to <laughs> eat it very soon. So, all right. Well, we're out of here to go get Mexican cornbread. But, uh, hey, get out. Enjoy the outdoors. Go to Facebook, YouTube. Check out Jesus Center Stage. Uh, send us messages. Uh, send us questions. Send us comments. Just... Uh, Anything that you, you got on your mind, share with us. We might use it on a podcast. And uh, uh, until next week, keep Jesus center stage in your life.